Well, hello. I am Matt Williamson at Williamson NFL. This is the Locked On NFL podcast. I've been doing this a long time. I'm going to keep bringing this to you every day. If you happen to be new to us, spread the word. There is an entire Locked On network with all your favorite teams. Locked On NFL Draft. Locked On Fantasy. Of course, the whole NBA group. But you and I chat five days a week pretty darn consistently. I'm back from the combine now. And free agency is right around the corner. And what I'm going to do today is something I've never really done before. I'm going to totally break down the Kirk Cousins situation from the team's perspective. Sounds like there's four teams in it, maybe only two if you're reading reports. And from Cousins' perspective. So, let's lead this thing off. From what I understand, and I'm just going to believe what I read, I don't have people telling me super secret details about this. The Cardinals, the Jets, the Broncos, and the Vikings are in the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes. Although, supposedly, there's no no tampering or any conversations being had yet. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, the Browns are noteworthy because they have more cap space than anyone. But it doesn't sound like they are getting involved. I very much think they will sign A.J. McCarron and use their first pick, or at worst, or at least, whatever, the fourth overall pick on a franchise quarterback, they hope. So I think they'll go into next season with McCarron and a big-time rookie. So they're out of the Cousins sweepstakes, at least from what we're gathering. Again, I'm taking this at face value. But if I'm the Cardinals, I like my defense. Could really use another corner. You get David Johnson back on offense, but Carson Palmer's retiring. Larry's coming back. But the rest of this offense is abysmal. Oh, by the way, you don't have a quarterback under contract right now. Wow. I feel like they have to. I feel like they need to find a starting corner. They'll probably cut Tyron Matthew too, um, and they need everything on offense except for running back. So is that the ideal situation to give Kirk Cousins thirty million a year, and say Kirk, yeah, you'll have Larry this year, and David Johnson's a tremendous asset. And he might be the best running back in the league, by the way. Don't forget how good David Johnson is. And you do the rest. And Larry probably won't be here the next year. And we'll try to, you know, draft offense like crazy for you. And as we do, our defense will probably deteriorate. And you're making $30 million a year, so we really can't afford to go get anybody else. If I'm the Cardinals, I'm not taking that approach. Sorry, you know, I'm taking a less win now approach and thinking through this big picture and saying he doesn't work for us. The Jets. The Jets have a ton of cap space. You know, they're one of the most in the league. They also don't have anything. I mean, one year ago, less than a year ago, remember we've had these conversations. Wow, the Jets offense might be the worst we've ever seen leading into last, next last year. McCown played really, really well. So, okay, we can give him a... If we're fighting the Cardinals, Broncos, and Vikes, and it comes down to strictly money, 
and we've decided we want Cousins, the Jets would win. They have the most money to spend. They could be obscene about it and still go get Sammy Watkins possibly. Like, they have that much money. They could go get an offensive lineman. I mean, it, it wouldn't be all in on Cousins and the rest of free agency. We have nothing left. And, oh, by the way, they have an early pick. You know what I mean? Of course. Still, because Cousins, I don't want to call him a caretaker. He's not a, he, that's not who he is. But he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not a locomotive. You know, we've had this conversation too. That even if you got Cousins a couple pieces, the defense still needs so much. And I would almost rather you, you know, try to find five or six young starters. And it almost doesn't matter what position with my cap money this year. Take the best player on the board in the first round. Quite possibly a quarterback then, you know, and bring McCown back. Learn, you know, McCown's the perfect bridge guy. We talked about this last week for, you know, a first-round rookie. McCown played great last year. So, I would look at it like this. I want to go in with McCown, probably my first-round pick, and that's my quarterback situation. And then a lot of free agents coming off their first contract that I can add five or six starters and I almost don't care what position. It doesn't seem like that's the case. You know, the latest thing we heard is if this is down to two teams, it's the Jets and the Vikes. Although the latest thing we heard was today, some Broncos beat writers apparently came out on, you know, I read this on Roto World, saying, don't discount Denver yet. They're still in in a big way. And I believe that, you know, that's why I left them for third. I mean, to me, if I'm the cards... Again, I'm putting myself in their shoes. No. If I'm the Jets, I told you what I would do. If I were Denver, though, I'd be interested. Because a couple reasons. I think I still have a championship defense. or clo- I mean, a really good defense. Not what it was the Peyton Manning Super Bowl year. It isn't. But it's still a very, very good defense that got no help from the offense and special teams last year. That's without saying. Um, so yes, I could use a linebacker. Yes, I could use a defensive tackle, but you know, they probably have to cut to to get involved with, with cousins. Okay. But if I add cousins to that offense, I very much believe the offense doesn't stink anymore. You know, there's a lot to be said for that. I think it's now a middle of the road offense with cousins throwing to Demarius and Sanders and they love Booker. Um, Anderson would be gone. You could use that early pick on Quentin Nelson. I mean, that's pretty appealing. Or trade down and get two or three assets, maybe one on defense, an offensive lineman, and a tight end, you know, with your first couple picks. See, because I love that's what I would love, is if you're Denver, you then don't have to use that early pick on... A quarterback. You wouldn't. I mean, if you just gave Cousins $30 million a year or something like that. And you look around that division, I think the Chargers are the best team in the division right now, and the Raiders could bounce back, but the Chiefs are down, and the AFC in general is down. That if you play your cards right with a really solid draft, Quentin, Nelson, Cousins, you add to that offense, I think you're in the hunt. You got a shot. Not to mention, I think Elway... You know, and they've tried this. Like, probably doesn't want to go the route of 
all right, let's grab, let's use another early pick on Baker Mayfield or Allen or whomever, and wait for him to develop and try to win games 13-10 in the meantime. And when he's finally good enough, our defense probably won't be. Uh, and so I think you make the aggressive move if you can, if you're Denver. Same is true, but more so for the Vikes. Because they're just better. I mean, the Vikings are a way better team right now than Denver. You have three free agent quarterbacks, all of whom are not, clearly aren't under contract. You don't really have anything at the position right now. But if you look around the league, I'll argue that the Vikings have the most complete roster slash the fewest holes in the entire league. I think the Eagles are in that conversation. You know, like, I'm doing a lot of team need stuff now, as you guys know. Coming up for more, more than two or three team needs for the Vikings, quarterback aside, is tough. I would love to see them add another defensive tackle, you know, a, a disruptor. And if you had Cousins, maybe that's your first-round pick, and there could be a good one sitting there near the end of the first round. And I do think they should continue to reinforce the offensive line. They did That was obviously a huge priority one year ago, they accomplished it from taking it to garbage to below average. Now, if you could take it to above average, you're really talking. And I think, you know, you could use your first-round pick there. So, I mean, basically my thoughts are, if I don't have to worry about quarterback, maybe my first two picks are on 300-pounders on each side of the ball. That would be welcome addition. And maybe you throw another one in the third round, whatever. Um, my only reservations, and... I like Keenum. I thought he played great, but I trust Cousins more. You know, I mean, there's just more to go off of there. Um, my only reservations, and I'm not enough of a capologist to know this, but if you were to, you know, give this guy $30 million a year or whatever and a huge signing bonus and a giant contract, can am I going to start losing, am I going to start hemorrhaging star defensive players and Thielen and Diggs and... Remember, oh, by the way, Dalvin Cook comes back. You know, is is this an in it or win it for... Is, is my window only a year or two before I start losing, you know, Barr and my defensive ends and Harrison Smith and Diggs and Thielen and all those things? And hopefully we're a really good team and not picking early enough to, you know, add quality guys over and over year after year. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you add Cousins, maybe you wouldn't... A Super Bowl or two in the next couple of years. Boom, then it's worth it. But if you miss, I could see it being a wasteland three years from now. And again, that's just, you know, an educated guess. But to me, if I'm the Vikes, I'm after them. So we flip this around and all of a sudden I am Kirk Cousins. And all four of these teams are wooing me and all that wonderful things. Cardinals, I'm almost positive Arizona does not have state income tax. That's a big deal when you're making $30 million a year. You know, I don't like writing a check for PA in state income tax. I don't make $30 million a year. So, yeah, that's a big deal. And, you know, I mean, I think you wouldn't be a bottom feeder if you signed there right now. You're throwing to Larry. I'm hearing to David Johnson. We got a defense, the things I mentioned earlier. But there's not much protection there. I'm going to get hit. What happens when Larry leaves? 
I mean, I'm interested, Arizona, but I got to say, I'm sorry, you're you're fourth on my list in terms of, you know, attractiveness. The Jets. If all I care about is money, let's talk business. Let's talk green, Jets. You guys are all about the green. And if I would think I can make a couple million dollars a year or more and play for the Jets and be the hero of New York and Cousins jerseys everywhere, and I'm so good that I can withstand okay talent around me, and hey, they promised they're going to go get me a wide out. They're going to go try. They're not only going to sign me, they're going to sign Sammy Watkins or Allen Robinson. And they're going to you know, invest in an offensive lineman or two. This free agency period is going to be like none we've ever seen in the league. Or we're going to bring in myself at a huge dollar. And three or four others. And then they're going to use that early pick and get me Saquon Barkley or Quentin Nelson. Hmm. Doesn't sound so bad, you know. You could see the allure there. And that's not... I, I would never get on anyone's case for taking the most money. Especially in a, in, a, in a profession like this. I mean, you don't have that long a window in your life to make your money. And, of course, they're making obscene money. But be honest with yourself. If whatever you do for a living, if the... If you worked for Coke and Pepsi said we'll give you a 10% raise, would you switch? Even if you're doing really well? Probably would, you know. And yes, it's a, you know, what's the difference between 30 million and 35? Well, it's still 5 million bucks that your grandkids will reap the, you know, the harvest of. So I could see the Jets if I'm, you know, if they're recruiting me hard and I'm cousins, I could say, I could make a pretty good plan or a pretty good scenario while while that uh, you know why I'm interested Denver hey John Elway's calling me I'm gonna be his new Peyton Manning I got two good receivers I don't have to play with you know outside of myself to, unlike the Jets and probably cards to win because they have this defense it probably can add me another quality piece with that early pick they were recently Super Bowl champs. You know, I'm going to be the next Manning. I'm going to hang with Elway. He's going to give me tips. AFC is pretty winnable. You know, big home field advantage in Denver. They're going to pay me well, but probably not, you know, the most. That's probably going to belong to the Jets. So I'm interested, but I bet the Jets... I look at this through recruiting eyes, as you can tell, because I did that for a long time as a recruiting assistant at Pitt for three years. I bet the Jets' spiel might be a little more attractive. But you sit down and you have a nice big, you know, porterhouse with Elway, have some wine, some shrimp cocktail, and he tells you, I know this, that we're a quarterback away from being a contender again, and you're that quarterback. And I'm going to give you $30 million to do it. Yeah, well, Johnny, I'm interested. I'm all ears. The Vikings, though, they have to be the leader in the clubhouse. I mean, I don't know how much this matters to Cousins, but I'm from the Midwest. He's not from Minnesota. He played at Michigan State. He's from that, quote, area of the country. I mean, maybe that's holds a little weight. Playing a dome. 
supposedly the rumor, and I don't know this is true, but this would make some sense to me, that the Vikes are going to offer him a three-year deal for $91 million, all guaranteed. First contract in the history of the, of the NFL to be fully guaranteed, three-year deal. And I got to say, I mean, to shortcut this podcast a little bit, if free agency opens at midnight and that deal gets faxed over to me, I sign it, I do jumping jacks, and I say, let's go win a Super Bowl. Let's go to Minnesota. Give me the purple jersey. I'll be a huge celebrity in a smaller town, you know, compared to New York, obviously. You know, or even D.C. to some degree. We might be the best team in the league with me at the quarterback position. Hand in the Dalvin Cook. Hopefully we help you know, add some linemen. And yeah, I'm sure the Jets would even give me more guaranteed. But if that's the deal that's really out there, and I think there's a good chance it is because I think that would make some sense for Minnesota. We, we kind of have a three-year window with you anyway. Here's a three-year deal. It's all guaranteed. Maybe it's a little less, but that's one of the reasons we want you, you know, we can entice you to come to Minnesota as well as our supporting cast is awesome. And you look at Cousins and say, I'm going to be rich no matter what. But what if week two this year, or even worse, what if Teddy Bridgewater happens? And in training camp or mini camp, I blow out my knee and am never the same and can't play anymore. I still get a check for $91 million over three years. You know, that... You're going to guarantee me $91 million. 91 with a lot of zeros behind it. And I know all these teams are paying well. Like I said, the Jets are paying the most. But if that's the deal that's really out there, I'm just done with the whole process. I sign it immediately. And I say, thank you very much. We're the best team in the North. The NFC's competitive. Bring on the Eagles. Let's battle it out. We can hang with anybody. So, in the end, if I were to put a chip down, looking through these through both sets of eyes, I think Cousins ends up in Minnesota.